Do I got permission? No. It's okay. Okay, bet. We haven't needed it yet. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Two Can't Keep a Secret, your favorite Pretty Little Liars rewatch podcast. My name is Jay, and I'm here with AJ Norris. How are you doing, AJ? I feel like someone's watching us, Jay. I don't know. Just do that window. I think someone is watching. Oh, you mean the 4th of July decorations they haven't taken down? Oh, oh! You still have that up? <laughs> yeah, you know those creepy mannequins of like the presidents, the founders oh, of our country. Oh yes, all, all all those presidents, all those creepy people that like you know was very pro us. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have Fourth of July decorations. Do you mean my cats? Oh, you know, I think it might be the cats. I think it might be the cats. That makes sense. Um, they're always watching. Like Big Brother, but we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> but we do talk about Pretty Little Liars, which we I do? have seen multiple times, and you have not even seen a full season of yet. Correct. But all of that's going to change next week, AJ. Can you believe we're almost here? Like, we're legit almost there at the end of season one. We are almost there, and we have so many questions left unanswered. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. This it feels like a phase. Not a phase, a haze. It feels like a haze. A haze, yeah. It's like, it's all a blur. Mm -hmm. I've seen the show multiple times and I can't tell you if all your answers are going to be given to you. All your questions are going to be answered next week. I have no, you know what? I can guarantee you, they won't be. I promise you they won't be. Like, I don't know. Will I I see Mona again? I don't think it'll be answered. I think the answer is no. But we did get Mona this episode. Oh, I said Mona. I meant Maya. See, they need to kill one of them off. They need to murder one of them. <laughs> they need to kill one of them. <laughs> Listen. I thought you said they wrote Maya off the show. No, that's why I said I think the answer is no. Okay. Yeah. But, that's but fair. Like, the, like the ghost of Maya is still here. Like if you write someone off the show, stop talking about them. Yeah. They still talk about Maya. Can you blame them? Honestly, you know what? No, I can't. Like, 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 one of the most interesting people we've been introduced to. And her stepsister's Beyonce. The what? The actress and stepsister's Beyonce. Oh, I thought you said fiance. And I was like, fiance? Yeah, you know. Oh, you know, very valid. valid At this valid. point, who knows? <laughs> um, we did get an update from uh, an update? about Pretty, Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. Tell me about Pretty Little Liars um, OG Sin. So they released the name and picture slash a, a, a brief bio of like, quote unquote, the main villain of the season, which I say quote unquote, because like it's Pretty Little Liars. Everyone's a villain. Like either against themselves or against the group. We don't know. But like it's the sheriff and he's a white man. So that's so well, pause. This is a teen drama. Am I surprised that um the sheriff is going to be the person who's the bad guy? Right. And also, he's a white man. <laughs> we, we don't like him. 
Wait, what about the um cast? Do we like the cast? Do we like to look at the cast? The cast looks good. Um, it has Bailey Madison uh, is the only one that I really recognize. Um, but I mean, oh, and Leah Salonga. But I know her from. Pause. I got to Google Billy Madison. Bailey. Bailey Madison. Ah, Bailey. Bailey Madison. And then Leah Salonga played. Um, Leah Salonga. She was in um, Les Miserables. Which awesome. She played. Um, oh, now all of a sudden I don't remember. Wait, she's one of the kids? No, she's. She's one of the parents, I think. Oh, because I was like, say, she's 51. She played Eponine. And she also was the singing voice for Jasmine. Oh, I've seen Just Go With It. You, you, understood. <laughs> and then the rest of these actors are, like, in their early 20s or younger, and I, like, literally don't know them. Oh, understood. Like, honestly, I can't tell you any famous person that's under the age of 21 that I care about or have any interest in or validation in. Right, when people like name someone under 21 that's famous, I'm like, Zendaya? And then I have to remember that she's not that is, young anymore. I was like, is Zendaya under 21? I don't think so. Right, I was like, but in my head, like she's still on Disney Channel sometimes, you know? Like back in the day. Back in the Dizay? I don't think I can say that. Dizay? Oh, please don't. Like, <laughs> like I say it, it's like quirky. Uh, you right, say if I like, say it, it's it's canceled. Like honestly, Jay, I feel like I have to quit. Nope, not allowed. What do you mean not allowed? You're stuck here. I feel like I am very trapped by my um captor. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my. What god. happened? Oh my god! What happened? Ooh. So I clicked on one of the actors in the in in the cast who's playing the sheriff who is not the bad who isn't the same as the bad guy actually they're two very similar looking white men and he was in 50 shades darker and 50 shades freed 50 shades free kinky oh the movie yeah pause now i gotta i don't know who that is i've never seen those movies no it's okay i haven't either i saw the first 20 minutes of the first one got embarrassed and turned it off got embarrassed my mom mom saw it in a movie theater with her boss yeah that's a story for another day okay but but, 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 i like the energy uh so shall we get into the episode or wait we have a new review would you like to read the new review I thought we were going to save it for the end, but okay. Uh, I will do it now. Do not forget if you are enjoying our content, um, whatever podcast, however you listen to our podcast, go leave us a five star rating and a review. We will happily read the review if you give it to us, especially if it's five stars. <laughs> but and we then, got this one. What's oh, up? Oh. Go ahead. I was going to say on Spotify, on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. So if you're listening, you can find us. You you could even at me be like, yo, AJ, I left the review. And I'd be like, okay, bet I got you. <laughs> that is true too. But this person, I don't know how to say the name because it's in a different language. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, I can't. It's Elizabeth81890. <laughs> and that language is English and numbers. <laughs> so, what did Elizabeth have to say? <laughs> 
It took me a second. I'm, so, I'm sorry. But Elizabeth, thank you for leaving um, a review. We love you so much. Thank you. And Elizabeth said, love this podcast. I really love the banter and laughs between Jay and AJ. <laughs> and AJ's predictions are the highlight of each week. Thank you for watching, listening to my crap mess. <laughs> yes. Okay, AJ, so you can't quit. You're the highlight. No, um, Elizabeth really loves our banter and laughs. Right. And we can't have banter if you quit. <laughs> banter is between two people. You know what? Valid. Like, have you seen someone banter by themselves? That's lonely. <laughs> Listen, I've seen Paloma and Big Brother. <laughs> Let's get to the show. <laughs> All right. So this week's episode starts with our core four sitting at the Apple Rose Grill. They're back in action. They're at their favorite spot. And they're talking about Caleb. I feel like we haven't been to the grill in a hot minute. We have not. I wonder if their menu has changed, like, seasonally. I think so. Like, like, I feel like when we first got there, it was fall and stuff. And I think they, like, had to change it to, like, more wintery spring stuff. Although it's winter and we have not seen snow. And they're in Pennsylvania, so I'm pretty sure it snows up there. I just have to commend them for not doing a Christmas episode. (laughs) What do you have to be thankful for? You know, I'm Jewish. And Pretty Little Liar said, you know what? We have enough Christmas episodes out there. Let's get some good stuff. Let's have a Founders Day festival. Oh, completely unprecedented. (laughs) So good. There's no warning about the Founders Day festival. It comes out left field. Like, I've never heard about it before this episode. And guess what? I'm never going to hear from it afterwards. Like, pause, Jay, I bet you this thing has seven seasons. There will never be another Founders Day Festival. I'm willing to put money on it. <laughs> well, you beat me to my question. Um, and then um, it's, it's just, it's odd, right? Like, yeah. have you ever had a Founders Day Festival in your town? No? What is that? I, I, like, is that a real thing? If it is, that's that's mess. The only other time that I've heard of a Founders Festival is in the Vampire Diaries. And that, I looked it up, it premiered on CW. And this was on Freeform. Or whatever Freeform used to be. ABC Family? Yes. So, like, they're not even from the same network you know like they're both completely unhinged right like vampire diaries like kind of makes more sense because like it's supposed to be supernatural that's Mm. our next podcast but like (laughs) pretty little liars is supposed to be like completely set in the real world uh and so like everything they do is a little bit wild but this founders festival is just like nobody warned us about it it's not so throughout these episodes they haven't been like oh you know the founders festival is coming up we're helping plan it or like we're gonna run a booth blah 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 <laughs> nothing it's just like oh surprise this week we have the vampire day or we have the founders festival can I, I i did just google it there's a city that's just an hour away from me that celebrates founders day Do they have and festival? has a founders day festival on october 1st yeah well i know what you're doing october 1st do I got to do some investigative journalism and see what that's all about? Only if it's safe to do so. You know what, Val? I got to look up the demographics. <laughs> so, speaking of being safe, uh, they're all talking about Caleb and like shitting on Caleb and Spencer. As they should. <laughs> correct. And Spencer's like, 
I feel like someone's watching us. And they're like at a pretty empty restaurant. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I think someone's watching us from outside. And the girls look outside and there was these creepy looking clown mannequins dressed up in like old timey clothes. Very much. And And, and, I I would be disturbed too. I'll be disturbed. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan of clowns. I've already told my clown story. Have you? Yes. If it was not on this podcast, it was probably in the clubhouse. In which case, y'all missed out. Clubhouse days were something else. <laughs> Keep it unhinged. Um, and Spencer, like, like as the other girls leaves, she stays to try and figure out who's watching them, and she can't figure it out. And eventually, she leaves. And we look. The camera pans over, and it's none other than and Mr. Popo Garrett Reynolds. Oh. <laughs> I call, I call this man Mr. Popo, and then I was like, wait, his name's Gabriel. Nope. <laughs> so when you said Garrett, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, his name's Garrett. Officer okay. Garrett. I like Mr. And Popo. <laughs> you like him? No, no, I like calling him Mr. Popo. <laughs> I was going to say, so... Pop, pop, I, I feel like that's the police I've met so far in the show. I feel like besides the one that didn't, um, that was like, yo, Ashley, your daughter's um officer wilden no detective wilden no because remember she stole the money but she got pulled over but that's because someone got hit by a car he's like oh that that officer yeah that officer he's like the only one we like (laughs) he did a good thing he was like yo i'm the fbi lady we do like the fbi lady where's she at she ain't getting her job done well i think she's like i don't care about rosewood anymore (laughs) got bigger better things to do (laughs) listen she's she works for the fbi um, so the t- we go to the next scene and the town prepares for the Founders Day Festival mm-hmm. and Spencer's at home and she walks into her mom and Melissa talking about all the medicines that Melissa has to take to like all the prenatal uh, vitamins that Melissa's taking to keep the baby mm-hmm. healthy. And like, S- Melissa, God bless her. <laughs> bless Melissa. Because she, she was like, you know, the doctor's t- like hyping up all these things that I should be taking, but I think she just wanted to keep me there so that she could ask m- me more questions about Spencer because everyone wants to gossip about how Spencer might've killed her best friend. Ooh, that's it. I like, I, I, I think that's interesting. I would also want to know, but I don't think I'll bring it up with her because I feel like she's like, like, is it public knowledge that um, she's also thinking he's a murderer? Or no? Is that just in the family? I don't think that's as public, but also, like, I hate when doctors make small talk. Here's the thing. Doctors don't make small talk with me. How? <laughs> I think I just give off a vibe that I'm like, I don't want to talk. And they're like, oh, I, I, I said something. You don't want to be here no more, so I'm not going to interrupt. They always want to know, how are you doing? What have you been up to? Blah. And I'm like, listen. You're just going to tell, if I tell you like, oh, I've been like going out with friends, you're going to be like, well, you're too fat and blah, blah, blah. Like you should be working out more. And if I tell you I've been working out more, you're going to say not in the right ways. So like, if you're my doctor, don't ask me questions about what I've been up to. Just go ahead and tell me I'm fat. I know. Listen, so doctor, um, I'm paying you to um, do whatever you got to do. Do what your job and leave. I don't need you. I don't need you as a friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. And 
apparently everyone assumes that Spencer's guilty. Um, not, not Mama Melissa. Veronica. Yeah, but like, here's the thing. Why would you say that? Like, she continues saying this after Spencer like makes herself known. Well, again, uh, Melissa don't like her sister right now. She like tried to ruin her baby daddy. Yeah, but like, still don't maybe <laughs> be like, I think you killed your best friend in front of your sister. Valid, valid. Because do Melissa really think um, Spencer killed? No way. There's no possible exactly. way. Is I agree. I think Melissa just being mean to me be mean. And Melissa, we don't like mean for me. And then Spencer gets a text from Toby. And, Tobias. And Veronica, her mom, is automatically like, uh-uh, nope, you can't hang out with him anymore because he was also a person of interest and it does not look good. And the police already think that you planted the evidence of the, of the sweater at trying to make mm-hmm. him look guilty, which is news to us. News to me, too. <laughs> like... Like, I was like, wait, when did they have this theory? Right. Like, all these things happened between episodes that we did not get to see. Which, like, I I appreciate being caught up with, but I could have, listen, I'm not saying I want to see a scene where the um, cops are talking around a donut um, box, but I like information. Or, like, a headline on a newspaper or something in the background. Like, at the very least. I'm not looking that hard in the background. (laughs) Right, but, like, if if you, like, don't have time to put in an extra scene... Jay, I watched this episode. They had time. You're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, over at Hannah's like, house, like, like legit, we cut all the page stuff. We cut all of it. <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> but we're gonna go to Hannah's house next. What's Hannah doing? Um, she is standing in front of the fridge, fridge wide open, for like a solid two minutes. And, and I was legit like, girl, close that fridge. <laughs> and I thought her mom was going to say the same thing. Hey, <laughs> you're yeah. at home, standing in front of the fridge. Your mom or dad walks in. You've been there for like three, four minutes. What did they say? You better close that damn fridge. <laughs> yeah, the fridge is not the air conditioning. It's not meant to cool the whole house. Um, like, well, I remember one time it was hot and I had my head in the freezer and they was like you better get your head out of that freezer <laughs> I really do that so much <laughs> I've been there <laughs> you're like you can take an ice pop you can put that on your head but you're going to close that freezer right now poor mess <laughs> we lived in the south you know what valid <laughs> it gets hot it gets hot when, when I told someone um, I was like oh yeah it was like 102 degrees the other day they was like 102 I was like yeah. And that was before the heat index. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand. But at least where I live, okay, so where I live, mm-hmm. like at like three in the morning, it'll still, if it gets to 100 degrees, it'll be like 92 degrees at like three in the morning. It doesn't cool mm-hmm. down. It's awful. Oh, very much so. Like, let me tell you something, Jay. It was raining hard. And I was like, Thank goodness it's raining hard. I step out with a jacket because it's raining. And I'm like, why is this still freaking hot? Isn't the rain supposed to cool things? No. We we haven't had rain in a long time. I know y'all have had rain down there, but middle of the country, no rain. Oh, that's upsetting. I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, it's (laughs) also upsetting when uh, your boyfriend is spying on you and going through all your shit. 
and giving it to your mortal enemy. Oh yeah, we are Hannah. <laughs> I like how you bring me back. Yeah, and Ashley is like, why did Caleb move out in the middle of the night? And Hannah's like, he had to go. Ashley, you know why. You, you know why. Yeah. Yeah. Like, l- listen, one, one minute this girl was fighting um, for you, against you, having this guy in the upstairs and like sneaking him bowls of cereal and stuff like that. And then the next minute, everything's gone. And now the fridge is full. Yep. Things and your daughter's aren't getting fixed. Like, I'm not saying it's a difficult equation, but like, <laughs> a third grade could solve it. And um, Ashley, always the cool mom. And like, if you don't want to go to school, you don't have to go to school, honey. No, she said, if you need a mental health day for yourself, take a mental health day. And I was like, oh my God, you are before your time. Truly. <laughs> but you know who shows up next? Miss Mental Health Day herself. <laughs> Miss Mental Health Day, Mona Vanderwall. She says, hi, Mrs. M. Can I steal some of that coffee? And she's always upbeat. I got so happy. <laughs> this girl is on something. She is never, like, first of all, she never misses a beat. And no. second of all, like, even when she's angry, she has a way of sounding peppy. For real. She really, she, she trained herself good. <laughs> Yeah, like this girl, she could be having the worst day of her life, but you would not know. The only way no, you'd know is because she would kill you. No, no, you would know because of the words that's being said, but by the tone, you wouldn't know. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, And Mona asks very n- gently, actually, if Caleb is gone for good. Very gently. <laughs> no, she really does. She's like, is, is sweaty guy gone for good? <laughs> And, like, honestly, like, that's nicer than she could have been. I see Mona say worse. And then she does the unthinkable. Like, she, she's about to apologize. She blames herself for Hannah getting hurt. She does. This because is all Mona's she, fault. If she had stepped up and said, I don't trust this dude, and really stuck to her gut, maybe he wouldn't have gotten close to Hannah, and maybe he wouldn't have hurt her. I agree. Mona, what were you doing? She said, I was slacking as a friend and it is all my fault. I'm sorry that you're hurt. I want to ask you, what do you think, what was Mona doing instead of being a good friend to Hannah? Shopping. <laughs> like, I want the top three things. Oh, oh, we're, we're family feeding this thing. Okay. Okay. Number one, she was shopping at the mall, but did not have the money. So she was stealing from the mall and got okay. caught by the petty officer. <laughs> and she's been dealing with that mess. She's been in mall jail. Got it. Number two, she has been skipping school. So she would not know if that Hannah had this drama in the first place. She's over here vibing by herself. <laughs> well, not even by herself with someone else. <laughs> All right. She's been in mall jail. She's been skipping school. <laughs> And number three, every time Hannah tries to bring up um, her relationship, she's like, no, I got something more important I got to tell you. And it's something useless. <laughs> there we go. Um, I love Mona. I just, she's so iconic. And like, if she had put in half the energy that she mm-hmm. put in towards getting rid of Lucas, then I think it would have worked. I think so. Listen, I feel like... Mona has some influence. <laughs> but here's the other thing. Knowing Caleb and Caleb's like, in a, like Caleb just doesn't take 
sarcasm like he it just he's immune to it mm-hmm. i wonder if mona could actually get under his skin his skin yeah yes. i don't think he, i don't think he would be annoyed by mona i think he'd be entertained by her i i, I don't think mona would try to be getting under his skin because i think um i can see a relationship where like she needs some he got some and they're like keep it on the low low right but she want if she was supposed to get him away from hannah Like, I don't think like, she could. I don't think she can get him away from Hannah, but I think she could annoy him. Maybe. Like, but, like, like he does not seem like a person who like doesn't get annoyed. Like he seems like he easily gets annoyed. Right, but I feel like people like Mona are entertaining to him. Because he liked when Hannah was sassy to him. Yes, she did. Yes, he did. My apologies. So Mona's whole thing falls apart where she says. I could have kept him away from you. No. Not by being your usual petty self. You'd actually have to do something. And listen, Mona just doesn't have the energy. And plus, I don't know where Hannah is. is Maybe she could pay him off. Mona doesn't have money. I think she has money. I think she likes the thrill. Oh. Interesting. That's the vibe I get from Mona. Hmm. You know, I'll take that into consideration uh, moving forward. That's just like her energy to me. She's like, why not shoplift? Oh, yeah. Pause. I'm not going to lie. You just reminded me that um, Ashley Mayer stole a whole bunch of woman- money from a woman who ultimately died. And it very much upset me. I'm glad uh, I could do that for you. Like, uh, that, that was not a good storyline. <laughs> you know, pause. That was an actively bad storyline. The only one? Not the only one, but... <laughs> Like, not even the worst storyline of this episode. Like, so, but it was still actually bad. We move, we move. I, I so, say it's the worst storyline that Ashley has been a part of. That's fair. We're going to move to school. Are we, were we not? Oh, yeah, we were at Hannah's. Because now we get to talk about, talk with Caleb, who goes up to Aria and says, can you talk to Hannah for me? Excuse me, sir. She set a boundary. I wrote down, don't talk to me. And so he's trying to go through her friend. I wrote down, I have no clue what Caleb said because Ella has stole the entire scene for me. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) So Aria and Caleb are talking at their locker, at Aria's locker, and what happens? And, um, um Ella she like walks by and she has to do a double take because she's like wait is this the boy and then she started mouthing to um uh, Arya is this the boy he's cute <laughs> <laughs> and I think Ella's just like genuinely so supportive she's like it could be any boy and she's like, yeah he's so cute <laughs> really <laughs> and Arya is like disgusted 100% <laughs> I was dead at the disconnect she was like oh <laughs> but yeah the way ella does it though is so yes. funny like it's, it's it, so adorable it's a key part like she just wants to support her kid she really does meanwhile her kid is trying to say like mm, you broke up with my best my you and my best friend broke up don't talk to me <laughs> i also Which noticed understood. in this episode that all of the core four look like they're wearing wigs throughout the entire episode I was going to ask, did, did um, Arya's hair seem darker to you? It it seemed 
it seemed like it seemed a different off. color maybe yeah and the part seemed weird i don't know but like all four of them look like they're wearing wigs the entire episode <laughs> uh, except for when one of them was wearing the paper bag but we'll get to that So, also at school, Emily and Paige are sitting on a bench, and Paige says, I got us the tickets. She did? She got those really expensive tickets through her dad, who knows someone at Hollis College. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, Troy is the boy's name? I think so. That sounds great. And Troy will just have to pay for his own ticket, but Emily can, like, Emily doesn't have to pay for her ticket. It's a date. AJ, have you ever been on a date with your date and one other person? Never. Me either. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that, that's weird behavior. But Paige doesn't want to be seen with the only out gay person. Listen, I've seen many a TV shows where um, you get a guy, um, come. Um, like like you get the nice guy coming to your parents they'd be like oh we like this boy y'all leave you claim the money and then you go to your real date <laughs> i've seen that show many times Paige, right but the but there, apparently there's going to be a lot of people at the concert that know her dad is what i understand so like someone might be like oh your your daughter was out with the gay girl and <sighs> like but still she didn't run this by emily first no, 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 no. Emily was shook. Emily was ready to pay. Emily was like, oh, oh, okay, bet. Right. And not only that, but like she was like, this is a date. It's the two of us because that's a date. And and, and Paige's like, yes, the two of us are there plus Troy. <laughs> um, and so it's a date plus Troy. <laughs> right, which is not a date. Um, <laughs> and Paige promises that she's trying to find out um She's looking up ways online, reading all the articles on Reddit or whatever about how to talk to her dad about coming out. And she's mm-hmm. even found a local support group. Uh, and it's two miles away, so she can't just go over there. Uh, and so Emily was like, yo, why don't you come meet up with them? And I was like, you know what? But also it's that two was- miles away. Yeah. Like you like, can, like she could go meet up with them. Like you, you know, there was a situation where you like tell she was making excuses because every time she had an excuse, um, Emily had to come back, and she was like, "Well, another excuse." And she's like, "Well, another comeback." <laughs> yeah, and so eventually she agrees to go meet up with the someone from the local pride group if I, Emily comes with her. I know you've seen the show before, but like, if you can remember back in the first time you watched it, did you think she was going to show up? Yeah, I thought they were going to go together. Oh. <laughs> you know what, Valid? Fair enough. I was like, oh, they'll just go together from school. Say they went to sw- swim practice or whatever. I had a different theory, but, you know, we'll save that for later. Well, actually, I could say, say it now. Like, I, I thought, like, I didn't know if she, if she was going to come or not, but the only thing I was like, whatever happens is Emily's going to have a lot of chemistry with whoever, um, is this other girl and patient to watch out that that's what that's what my gut said that's fair was um, that right um stay tuned <laughs> i also thought that they were going to meet up with like 
a gay guy because I was like, we haven't had any gay men on this season. Well, no, because um, gay women are exotic and um, appealing to the male gaze. <laughs> yeah, but this is a show intended for teen girls who love gay men. This is the same time that like Blaine was on Glee. I know that means nothing to you. It's fine. <laughs> it means like, like legit Jack. <laughs> fine. If teenage straight girls can fetishize anything, it's a gay man. Listen. It's true. It's valid. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll pause. <laughs> Name me a man in the show that is not a relative or the girls are pining over. Lucas. Lucas needs to die. Lucas needs to die. Whoa! <laughs> the reason you say that, I'm like, that's an extreme take. That Lucas needs to die? I feel like I've been on this on this train for a long time. You have, but it never gets easier to handle. <laughs> like, there, there has to be room between, I love this man and he needs to die. Well, see, here's my thing, right? I don't hate him so much. I'm like, he needs to die. Like, he's not even like my bottom five least favorite characters. Like, truly, I can find five. I can find five people in this episode alone that I hate more than Lucas. Starting with Paige. (laughs) Okay, okay. starting with Paige. Starting with Paige. (laughs) I'm starting with Ezra, but okay. You know what? I guess he's there too. Well, Paige tried to commit murder to the girl who's trying to help her out. Ezra's a pedophile. You know what? You're not incorrect. <laughs> but there's also an attempted murderer here. <laughs> yeah, but Ezra's a pedophile. <laughs> I'm not. Stop making me two sides. They're all bad. <laughs> so speaking of pedophiles, Ezra and Arya catch up by the vending machines. And she asks him about his plans for the Founders Day Festival. And that's when her mom walks by. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Arya's like, oh shit. She's going to think I'm dating any man I'm talking to, including my teacher. So she what? knocks Ezra's coffee out of his hand and bends down to clean it up to like whisper talk to him in between being like, oh no, I'm such a spaz. Oh my gosh, I'm so crazy. I didn't mean to knock the coffee out of your hand. Oh my God. But in between all of that, like the sentences, she's saying things like, uh, we, we should have a quiet weekend together. I don't want to go to the festival, but we should like hang out together sometime this weekend. Which made my question like, were they going to go at the festival at one point in time? Because if they were, send this man to jail. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this is not okay uh but which I, I have more questions i was also like why did you just wait until like before or after your class when like you wouldn't have to worry about your mom seeing you like i just feel like this is bad planning it's horrible planning and also like you have this man's phone number pause she's been testing him she's she's actively been testing him why could you just test this well i <laughs> guess you didn't want to text your mom by accident Hey mom, I don't want to go to the festival. You want to hang out? <laughs> and it's just, be like, it's just oh, like so odd. And like, she didn't need to be. There's something about her where it was like she was overly obvious about it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh my god, I'm such a spaz! Oh my god, oh my god!" And it's like, please stop. I didn't. I didn't like it from Arya. Me either. 
Um, but then we go to another person I hate. Caleb. <laughs> They're just hitting me with people I dislike. <laughs> like, truly. So Hannah goes up to Caleb. Because he's sitting outside. And he's like, oh, so we're on speaking terms again? And she is all business. Yes, I respect it. She's like, "Uh uh-uh. What did Jenna want and why? You hurt her, Caleb. You don't get to have friendliness. You don't get kind talk. You got to get straight to the point. Um, You don't hurt our Hannah. You do not. Um... And he's like, well, she seemed to want a key. A key. What do you mean? Like, like, like my question number one is, what do you mean? And a second, why does she need your phone records? Because she just needed a key. Um, and what could the key possibly be for? And Caleb has no idea. So, so, so you're going into a random house looking for a, a key that can be anywhere and you don't even know what it's look like or what it's for. Apparently, Jenna told him that, that Allison gave a key to one of, the gir- one of the girls. That's all he knows. Um, and then he tries to bring up their relationship Stop. and uh-huh. like has, has none of it and she just walks away. <laughs> he was like, but Hannah, I miss you. And she's like, you get over it. <laughs> yeah, basically. And you know what? I had never been more proud of her. I feel bad uh, for Hannah. It, it hurts. Because you know she still cares. Yeah. It, it sucks. I don't want her, I don't want her feeling this way. I hate that Caleb Hunter. He hurt our child. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say other than like, I feel like Hannah did what she had to do and I'm, I support her. I I also support her and I'm like, um, well, we'll get to it when we get to it. Are you the kind of person where if you go over to someone's house, like, and you're in the bathroom, do you like open the medicine cabinet or whatever? No. Like behind the mirror or whatever? No. Okay, thank you for being that person. <laughs> That's the invasion of your privacy. What do you mean? But like, you know how like people will like open closet doors and shit when they're over at people's house? Like that always bothers me. No, stop doing that. People, pause. If you're listening to this podcast and doing that, stop it. Stop that. <laughs> I have a friend who, whenever she like went to like a person's house, she would like check and see if like, like, they had tooth a toothbrush and toothpaste and like stuff like set up in a way where it looked like it had been used. I was like, <laughs> that's weird. I need to make sure the people I'm visiting has brushed their teeth today. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but also just like gross. <laughs> no, truly gross, truly disgusting. But I like the energy. Um, I, I don't condone it, but you know. But like that's basically what uh, what's, what doing. Caleb did. And are you right now? Yeah. Are you up to? Oh well, I guess we're moving on. But like, yeah, I had nothing yeah. else to think about Caleb. So I just, I just want to. No, move. it's all good. So, <laughs> Aria lets herself into Ezra's apartment because she knows where his key is, and Ezra's not there. So she's she's gonna order them some food and looks through. She's on the phone with uh, Spencer, mm-hmm. um, looking for the menus for takeout, 
and mm. she accidentally knocks uh, against the keyboard on Ezra's computer and sees essentially his Facebook page. Ooh. And I say this because the- in the original script, it was meant to say Facebook, but they couldn't get away with it because of like copyright. But there's one point later on where she says website, but like clearly she's saying Facebook and it was dubbed website over, like the audio was dubbed. For real? Yeah. I didn't catch that. Well, Ooh. I knew I knew to look out for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, every time that she's going to say Facebook, she says website instead. Um, Why do they think they can get away with it? I feel like that's just common practice to like, avoid that stuff. Well, like it was in the original script. Valid. But like it, it was changed by the time they like were recording, but apparently she said it in one of the scenes. Understood. Um, so on Ezra's website, mm-hmm. uh, she sees a picture of Ezra and a woman sitting next to each other. She's wearing a diamond ring. Jay, I didn't catch the ring. I did not catch. I'm not going to lie. I did not catch it. It doesn't matter because they look very happy together. Yeah. They, they look happy. And I was like, ooh, a woman your age. Nice. <laughs> what did you think when you first saw this? When I first saw it? I, I genuinely thought like um, that was him hanging out with someone, like a friend or something like that, or a family oh. or a cousin. I, I, I genuinely did not think those was anything wrong with me when I first saw it. I thought... This is like a dead girlfriend or something like that. A see, see, um, when um Arya started to invest interrogate him, I was like, oh, he about to come up with like she died or something like that or something sad. Yeah, that's what I expected. But that's not why I thought thought at first. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just was like, you know, this show about a dead girl. I bet there's another dead girl. And I think I've said often, there's not enough dead people in the show. Um, so Arya clicks on the <laughs> image, and it turns out this woman's name is Jackie Molina. Jake said, I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> and Ezra calls from, uh, like, as, as soon as she clicks on the photo, she, like, X's out of it, and he's like, oh, I'm going to, like, how are you doing? I'm going to be a little late. And she's like, oh, actually, something came up, and I have to go, too. Mm-hmm. So she's not going to stay and, like, look a little deeper? Like I, I, we'll pause. We know Arya asked before she actually completely thinks, and I, I thought the right thing to do um, in her situation would be like stay here and be like, "Yo, what's good? What's happening?" Because uh, last thing you want to do is like let stuff fester. When stuff festers, stuff gets worse. But she's also like fourteen, fifteen. No, she's like sixteen years old. So we're saying she's a child. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here's the other thing. She didn't like. Google search this woman on her phone. I mean, I get that they have like older phone, like slide mm-hmm. phones, but like homegirl doesn't even Google this girl, this woman later. I would uh, want to find out, it, like, does she live in Rosewood? Mm-hmm. Um, is she like written up in an article somewhere? Like, I want to know everything about this woman. This might be bad practice on my point, but I've only ever Googled someone one time in my life. And homeboy, you're way too trusting. <laughs> I Google people all the time. You give me your first and last name, I am Googling you. 
not, no, I, not even for bad reasons. Like sometimes like, I just want to know, like, if I'm volunteering at an organization, has the CEO been involved in the community in any positive ways? Are they problematic? Like all these mm-hmm. different things. I remember one time in high school, like someone Googled me, right? Um, and then like one day when we were talking, they brought up something that I know I didn't tell them. I was like, how did you know that? They was like, oh yeah, I just Googled you and stuff like that. I was like, that's weird. Don't do that. Stop that. <laughs> but like, I don't know, especially if I'm like dating someone, I would have Googled them. Mm. I want to know. What does the internet <laughs> have to say about you? <laughs> especially if you're a grown man and I'm a teenager. Honestly, you, uh, you should be um, Googling how to call the cops. <laughs> if, if you need to Google that, we have some bigger have you, problems. Have you seen the little rascals? Yes. <laughs> what, what's the number for 911? <laughs> I was watching, okay, so what's I was it? watching probably Taryn or Puya. No, it couldn't have been Puya. I was watching someone play through the quarry maybe mm-hmm. it was russ and someone in the game one of the characters says we need to call 911." <laughs> and i think about that a lot <laughs> that's funny not as often as that rotor arm <laughs> that's a mess yeah um but instead of googling mm-hmm. uh, jackie molina uh, Aria goes to Emily's house to meet up with the girls Ooh. Um, and run it past them. But they're first, they're going to talk a little bit about what Jenna may have been looking for. None of them have ever heard anything about a key. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also talk about how creepy it is that Caleb was going through Hannah's stuff. Not Aria. <laughs> well, Spencer seems especially creeped out. She's like, he touched your panties. Yeah, she did. She did. And like, I will admit, there have been times when like I've gone to a friend's house when I was a kid. Maybe they have a pool, and they're like, "Oh, just go grab a towel." And they like go through their linen closet to get a towel. But I would never stop and like also go through their like dresser. Please don't. You know what I mean? Like, if someone says, "Oh yeah, can you go get this?" It's in this drawer. I go to that drawer. I get it. I come back, and if I can't find it, I don't open up. Well, sometimes if it's like the kitchen. I'll open other stuff because like there's usually not anything like weird there's nothing like secret hidden in the kitchen usually Mm -hmm. and like if they're like oh it's like just look through the drawers like find a spoon or whatever I don't care I'm gonna go through your kitchen drawers if I'm trying to find a spoon but like he would do everything and Arya's like well sometimes it's tempting to go through someone else's stuff and you're still innocent you just want to know things. No, no, that's not how you don't need to know things. Like there are some things you don't need to know. Like some things just wait for someone to tell you if you want to know that bad. Like some things you don't need to find out on your own. Like let me tell you something the last time that someone slipped through something. Um, it was Hannah. Um uh, <laughs> she found something that Caleb had and she was like, got decided, and the next day Jenna was wearing it. Yeah, and look how that ended out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I think and uh, if, if anyone knows Snoopy's bad, it's these girls. And uh, they ask her, what do you mean? And Arya mm-hmm. comes clean about going through 
the computer. And Emily's like, well, maybe you could ask Ezra about it. Do the adult thing, say, tell him the truth and he'll understand that it was an accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hannah says, no, screw that. Make a fake profile, add this girl and then snoop through her shit and try to get a scoop from her. Yeah, I died. I died. I deceased it. And I was not alive. <laughs> I honestly, uh, my plan would have been Hannah's plan. That would not be my plan. I, I was, I was firmly like, let me tell you someone. Uh, and it's like, just be honest and ask. I was like, yep, honesty is the best policy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> no, you, you think this man, you think this man might have a secret re- relationship, and you're gonna go ask him about it? Yeah. Mm-mm. In the age <laughs> of the internet, you can make a fake profile, add someone, and find shit out without having to ask a single question. <laughs> I was like, yes, Hannah, you are the new, like all those skills that Caleb had, you have those and more because you can apply it to social media. <laughs> like you go, girl. <laughs> I, was, I, I was, I'm not going to lie. I did pop, comma, but I was like, you know what? I'm not on your side though. That's that's not what I would have done. Queen catfish Hannah Marin. <laughs> well, I was so here for it. I was like, absolutely. Like it brought me joy. It brought me a ton of joy. I loved when it hit. It hit hard. Have you ever considered <laughs> doing something like that? No, because never. you're AJ Norris. <laughs> never decided. I've never even contemplated. That thought never crossed my mind. <laughs> God, I am so sick in the head. <laughs> Because I haven't thought about doing it to like catfish someone and like try to like pretend to date them or anything like that. I've 100% thought about making a fake like profile to add people and to like see what they're talking, see like if they- like if they're gossiping about me or whatever, especially mm-hmm. if like, like I had a con artist former roommate and she blocked me on all social media, mm-hmm. but we still live together and she was still like being a con artist and a bitch yeah so i thought about making a fake profile so i could see what she was saying about her living situation when asking strangers for money on the internet oh but instead i just got a friend to send me every everything she posted (laughs) and she was saying like all sorts of crazy stuff like she was saying that like i i was like bringing stray dogs into the house i'm like excuse me um what right like she was like off her rocker um so like Mm -hmm. anyway i'm just saying like i wasn't the crazy one in the situation for considering making a facebook page you're not you weren't the crazy one i was not okay well well, i guess the person that was lying on you was the crazy one (laughs) to get people to give her thousands of dollars jay who are these people give me money i am in need correct (laughs) um this is the same roommate who got a free car donated to her listen go back to listen to our episodes and one of them i dropped my memo (laughs) you could drop it here i'm not stopping you i I don't know it right now i don't know anything like that that's fair maybe we'll put in the show notes maybe we won't listen to our old episodes they're great and while you're at it (laughs) if you have any thoughts questions comments suggestions you can email us at two secrets pod at gmail.com that's two the number two secrets pod at gmail.com 
Now back to her regular scheduled programming. I, I just love the Me. plug. <laughs> it's our podcast. It's our email. I haven't gotten an email in so long. Elizabeth, come through. Um, and shout out Elizabeth for the review. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Elizabeth. Um, <laughs> And to Mandy, who this week tried to watch it on Discord with me, but my audio wasn't working. Oh, no. Um, but. Oh, get on the uh, Discord. Join the watch parties with Jay. Well, you have to join Taryn's Discord to do that. It's a whole thing. Oh, you know what? Join Taryn's Discord to watch, do the watch parties. <laughs> Listen, that is an unadvertised perk of being a part of Taryn's Discord. <laughs> We're just going to advertise everyone's stuff right now in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> So this girl's named Kirsten, right? <laughs> All right. We can do some plugs later in this podcast. But Arya decides, you know what, Hannah? You've never led me astray. <laughs> so yeah. let's do it. Then, and I was like, yes, Arya, this is the best choice you've ever made. Be a little shit. And Spencer leaves and she goes to Toby, who she is not supposed to be seeing. Why are you going to Toby? Well, he's fixing a motorcycle. No, but my question is, why do you desperately need to go to this man? Because she wants to kiss him again. And also because um, she wants to talk to him about like what Jenna might have wanted. So I feel like if someone would know, it would not be Toby. Well, he he might have heard her mention something about a key or, you know, maybe he can listen out for it. Okay. I don't know. Um, But he doesn't think that Spencer actually planted the the evidence. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a cop car that's coming and spying on them. And he's like, maybe I'll visit you later. And then... She's like, just, don't do that. Because my, my parents, parents don't want you. me to hang out with you. They don't want you around. They think you bad news. Uh, so they agree to meet up at the festival, the Founders Festival at 7 p.m. Remember like an hour ago, we started talking about the Founders Festival? Have we been recording for an hour? Bless it. <laughs> I don't even think we're having a good episode. <laughs> and uh, Jenna comes out of the house and she's like, I have a makeup test. You need to drive me. On what? The motorcycle? Yeah, yeah, now that you bring it up. <laughs> I've only seen the motorcycle and them get out of cabs. You know what? This is not okay. <laughs> like, it, it just, it was, it's like, it just put that in my notes. I was like, on what? Impossible. <laughs> um, they don't even look like the motorcycle's fish yet. <laughs> correct. Um, and the officer in the car we see is Gabriel. Garrett. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Popo. He he calls out to Spencer and she's like, What do you want? You're like you're stalking me. And he's like, Well, you're gonna be tailed by the police. Mm-hmm. So it might as well be someone who thinks that you're innocent. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? That's a fair point, but also I don't know that I trust him. Like it seems like they have a history. Like <laughs> Like, did, he, first... did he make out with Spencer too? I hope not. We need to stop with these grown men kissing girls. But like, that's the vibe I'm getting. That they kissed? He, or maybe he wanted to kiss her and was and found out about Ian. 
How how did you get this vibe? He's just weird towards her. It's like a either we used to be romantic or I want to be romantic with you vibe. And this would be the third man that Spencer has made out with that's older than her. So like I did not get this energy. I'm I'm sorry. Maybe it's just the Paolo Italian energy. Ah. Bless you. Thank you. You know I need it. <laughs> did you so do you like Officer Garrett? I, I, I was no I no, I don't trust him, but I don't dislike him. Like he like he hasn't done anything in my opinion yet. Okay. Like uh, pause. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Um, we'll get to it at the end. But he was about to take my stand card. But like we don't know yet. That that is um the jury's still out. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um. So I guess we'll go over to the grill again, where Paige and Emily are supposed to be meeting with the representative from the Sheridan Prep Pride Group. Yes. Um. Her name is Samara. Do you know this actress? Sam? No. Who is she? So this is Claire Holt. She was in the Vampire Diaries. In the Vampire Diaries? Yeah, which we talked about briefly before. Um, And she's also in the Originals, which is another spinoff of Vampire Diaries. Um, Anyway, she's Australian. She's also in H2O, the mermaid show from Nickelodeon. I would say I have not seen anything that she's in. But I oh know my god, about... I'm, obs- I'm obsessed. But, 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 but it's funny because the three shows you just mentioned, my sister watched all of them. Okay, well, me and your sister would get along. Um, <laughs> I feel like we would get along. We'd have a good time talking about those shows, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so Samara's there and Paige does not show up, but Emily shows up. And yes. they're waiting there. And eventually Samara's like, is there really a friend? Mm-hmm. And Emily's like, yeah, there is. Um, her name's Paige. She's a girl I sort of was starting to see, but yes. she's not ready to be out. And her family mm-hmm. is like hard on her. And mm-hmm. it, it's tough. And Samara sort of shares that she can relate to that. Um, and then Samara shares that she's going to be at the Founders Festival, um, where she's going to be selling jewelry and Emily should stop by. And I thought they were cute. No, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, there was a red flag raised, but it was not raised in this scene, but there was a red flag raised with Sam, Sam with me. Interesting. We'll get to it. Okay, but. Um, and then we also see Hannah coaching Arya about how to set up, set up a fake website and to get Jackie to accept her friend request. And this scene was wild. It was wild? Hannah's advice is create a faceless profile. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, her, her advice was wild. That, her that, advice, that was, like, that was. It works. We no, see no, no. Later. I, 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 I like this. Through line, real quick, before we go into advice, uh, with this show, to ju- that just like low key proves that Hannah's not okay with the relationship because she calls calling him Mi- Mr. Fitz and Arthur said with her every time. Yeah, <laughs> she, she <laughs> listen, Hannah has questionable taste, but it's better than Arya's. <laughs> yes, 100%. But continue, t- tell me Hannah's point. 
Um, just she went through all the people in their graduating class, mm-hmm. added, found a name mm-hmm. that didn't have a profile. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Make a Facebook profile and add her." Um, Why Facebook? Faceless because she'll just be like, oh, it's a new profile. And like, we haven't talked in so long. And she'll just fill in whatever memory she has of this woman. Mm-hmm. First of all, how do you know that they knew each other? Because they're in the same graduating class. No, she, she said, and I quote, and if she don't remember her, she's going to feel bad that she doesn't remember her. So at her. <laughs> Second of all, you can't Google someone and find like a stock photo or something. If you're aging now. <laughs> It's just like, if I were going to create a fake profile, I would do a lot more due diligence. I would add a couple other people before I added Jackie. So it looks like we had mutual friends. You got to set the scene to pretend that this woman actually knows you. Interesting. See, I never thought through this. Oh, I've thought through every angle. (laughs) I'm a sicko. Uh, yeah, it was good. That's all I got about that. <laughs> um, so Spencer, Ian, and Melissa oh, uh, are gonna go try to set up cupcakes at the booth with Miss at, at, at the festival with Miss Ackard. Do you know who Miss Ackard is? Should I know who Miss Ackard is? Miss Ackard. Do you know who else's last name is Ackard? No, whose last name is Ackard? Sean. This is Sean's mom. This is Sean's mom. Yeah. Guess oh, the preachers wife yeah oh my god i would have never guessed oh, that's hello. why she's so upset that melissa isn't having a church wedding <gasps> you know things start to add up things start to add up quick <laughs> and so they're talking about uh they're talking about going on vacation somewhere and uh mrs Ackard brings up hilton resort hilton head resorts in south carolina and it didn't sound like it was a specific resort she was talking about at first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, how many golf courses are there in Hilton Head? And I used to live in South Carolina. So I was like, I'm pretty sure I know. Mm-hmm. And then what happens next is then uh, Melissa mentions that her room had a wonderful ocean view. No, pause. This was after uh, Spencer was like, oh, Melissa and Ian's been there. And she was like, what? You'll have? And you're like, uh, yeah. Yeah, but the more interesting part to me is Melissa mentions that it has a wonderful ocean view mm-hmm. and Mrs. Ackard suddenly knows exactly which hotel they're talking about. And she's like, oh, I thought that room looked o- over the golf course and the ocean views on the other side. And Melissa's like, oh, I was thinking about the restaurant from the, the view from the restaurant on the other side, sorry. But how many golf courses do you think there are in Hilton Head? At least more than one. How many? Okay, give me a number. I'll g- give you 10. Okay, well, I Googled and there were at least 30. Oh, my God. Oh, and when I Googled that much. golf course resort Hilton Head, mm-hmm. um, just those words. Yes. That doesn't mean there's a golf course at every single one of these, but it does mean that it's close enough to be connected in some way, shape, or form in walking distance to probably a golf course. Uh-huh. Uh, 42 results. How are there more? Oh, my gosh. 
And so that's why it felt odd to me that in this conversation, Mrs. Acker knew exactly which hotel they're talking about. I understand why you have an issue. And like, apparently it was supposed, they were talking about Hilton Resorts mm-hmm. in, in Hilton Head, which means they were talking about a specific res- resort, which makes more sense, but it was not clear in the episode. Because she was just naming stuff. Like, right. my, my opinion, she was just naming stuff. Um, but yeah, it becomes kind of clear that um, either Melissa and Ian weren't at the resort or that they were in a different room than they said they were or they weren't golfing. Or maybe or? Melissa just forgot. Because uh, I couldn't uh, tell you, I couldn't tell you, like, anything about the last hotel room I stayed in. And it was less than a year ago. I can't. But um Okay, well we're not all AJ. Like all the hotel rooms I go to are exactly the same. Okay, but yeah, like do you like I don't think I would blame Melissa for forgetting a detail about her room view versus the restaurant view. Would you like to know what my room view was? What was it? It was a your pie. <laughs> it was what? A your oh pie. your pie. Okay. Yeah, it was a your pie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But yeah, it's just it's just weird that it was just weird that like this made Spencer question whether or not they stayed at different sides of the hotel. But Spencer, you knew what they were doing in South Carolina. Right. And also like like so what if they had two different rooms? Like maybe he wanted to give her some space she just had an abortion. Yeah. What's the issue? I'm confused. Um and Spencer asked Melissa whether she told the police about it and Melissa understandably is very annoyed like here's the thing though when um mama Veronica even suggested this I was like this is a bad idea I don't know how all parties involved were like no this is a bad idea um and I don't know why they went along with it <laughs> yeah it doesn't make sense it doesn't add up nothing adds up to me nothing with the family you know what what? I'm tired of Ian. Now and you're tired of Ian and Melissa? Damn, I'm, I'm tired of both of them. I'm done with them both. I don't I, I just want, I want them to give birth and go away. Um, yeah, there's just n- very little that's redeeming about Ian. Although Ian... Little? What's redeeming? I mean, he was very... He did seem very concerned later in the episode for Spencer's well-being. That was me blinking. I don't know if you heard. When she got, <laughs> when she got stuck. Like, like, that does nothing for me. Okay. Well, I tried. And he seems to care about Melissa a lot. Oh, you care about Melissa? That's so exciting. Listen, we know <laughs> that I'm a Melissa stan. I, 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 I gotta say this. I think at one point in time I was in on Melissa. I'm currently out on Melissa. Melissa is not my person. She's pregnant, okay? <laughs> she's hormonal <laughs> um well season two start and we have more of a belly with melissa will the baby even be born will the baby be born between seasons the questions i got answered i can't answer that for you fine put it down on your list okay 
Because <laughs> she's um, not giving birth next episode. So that'll be fast. That'll be so fast. Um, so we're going to go to the rest of the festival. Okay. Where Samara has her jewelry booth. And Emily is looking at some earrings, trying them on. And Samara gives a pair of earrings to Emily for free. And then Paige shows up. And Paige was not a happy camper. But before that, um, I something clicked in my head. I was like, was Sam closeted as Allison? Why do you say that? Well, well, because um she was like, no, listen, I know what she was like um to Emily Earl. She's like, listen, I know um what it's like to be in a relationship with someone um who wasn't completely um out and it was a very draining experience and a dark time, and I did not want to get be back in that situation. Oh, I and just then, took her at face value. What? That it was not a great experience for her. No, I believe her, but I'm asking, is the girlfriend Allison? The dead, oh. like, yeah, was it Allison? You think Allison had that much time on her hands? Allison had time for a lot. Like, <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. Like, she, she had time for Ian. She had time for um, Emily. She had time for a lot. <laughs> That's true. I don't, I just, I don't see it personally. Mm. You don't see it between Allison and Sam? No. She only lives two miles away, so it's not like she's far away. <laughs> I don't know. It seems to be too far away for some people. Wait, do Sam and Alice go to the same school? No, because Allison went to the same school as Emily. Alex. Oh, Alex. No, I don't think so. How many schools is in this town? <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> but uh, Paige shows up. Okay. And she's not happy. I saw the hate in her eyes. Like, before she even says anything, she's not happy. So but then Samara says, oh, you're Paige. You know, you can always reschedule to talk, to talk about, you know, coming out to your dad if you want to. And Paige <laughs> is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, because apparently she hadn't told Samara everything that she told Emily she told Samara. She hadn't told. Oh, okay, I see, I see, I see. Like apparently, she had not contacted and talked with Samara beforehand. Then how did Samara get there? I think like she like set up a meeting, but she didn't say what it was for. Or maybe what? Emily set up the meeting. You know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna bring a friend who's going through some oh. stuff. When you say that stuff, I'm like, you know, this sounds shady, and I wouldn't have showed up. Yeah, but also, like, given the sensitive nature of it, I understand. Like, stuff like this, like, does exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I'm not trusting folks. That's fair. <laughs> um, but Paige doesn't apologize for, like, not showing up. And Samara's like, shouldn't you tell your, your, shouldn't you tell Emily how hot she looks in these earrings? No, she was trying to break the tension. She was like, "This, there's a lot right here. And let me try to stop this. Yeah, she's just trying to like, you know, be funny and like also like be like get Paige to like get on Emily's good side. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. It wasn't happening. Um, And just to finish this storyline out, uh, Paige then scolds Emily being like, you shouldn't have told that girl about us. Mm-hmm. Um, And she's even rude to Samara. And she's like, I don't want to join your club. Um, I don't like stop trying to tell me that you know what's good for me. I don't need your advice. 
and Samara's like understanding about it because like obviously she understands that like Paige is clearly dealing with something and Emily's like stop it like I'm gonna leave before you're rude to me too um it's over between us and I don't need to be your secret and then she thanks Samara for the earrings and tells her it was nice to meet her and her friends before leaving the booth and I was like go Emily Hmm. like I was so proud of her for like standing up for herself and also like telling Paige off like don't be rude to people don't be mean to people like I feel like it's it's not that hard yeah and if you're going to be rude to people expect people to be like Emily and to tell you off truly I feel like I have enough people get told off um especially on this show I agree a lot a lot like we don't get people getting told off we just get Hannah slapping them in the bathroom you know who Hannah should have slapped in the bathroom Caleb yeah I don't think they should have been in the bathroom together they were that's true (laughs) um but that was also me trying to transition (laughs) yeah no I know and Caleb goes back to Hannah's house um he has a letter he wants to give her before he skips down to go to Arizona to try and find Mm -hmm. his mom yeah um but Mrs. Marin is the one that's home Ashley what's good Ashley and she's like I was wrong about you and Mm -hmm. I was hard on you because I didn't want my daughter listening to sad songs on repeat in her room and now that's what she's doing so whatever you did like you owe her closure at least and my question is, where were you wrong? Where were you incorrect? What you said happened, happened. Where did you make the mistake? Well, I think she wants her daughter to get the closure that she knows Hannah needs. No, but she's like, I misjudged the kid. Yeah. Where? Where's the misjudgment? That's true. And how did it change so quickly? I agree. How? And we find out that it's because she's thinking she she's thinking of herself in that situation in a similar situation and i'm just like i don't get it i don't get it and probably do not care that's fair (laughs) because we're never going to see that flashback no we're not like Uh, honestly actually you're not that important of a character i wish (laughs) so following this he goes to the festival um Ooh. and hannah's at a tent with mona. Than mona and mona sees caleb coming gives hannah a heads up and mm-hmm. she and hannah hides lovely and when caleb shows up he's like hey is hannah here and she's like she had to step out she'll be back whenever you leave good for mona yep mona, mona likes me like yo let me show you how we're fun does it and then, she, and then he's like, okay, well, can you at least give her this letter? Hmm. She says, sure. She reads it real quick once he leaves, rips it up, pours a slushy over it in the trash. I love that for Mona. I love the energy. Um, <laughs> but the, we do My see a little was, bit of it. And it says, I love you, Hannah, in the letter, which was sweet, but no, a little it's late. Sure. No, it's not. It's not sweet. No, it's not sweet. It's a little late. <laughs> um... <laughs> My my question was you, since you are, I think, a sleuth, and if not, you saw was. You know what the letter said? Oh, it, we only see the part that says, like, call, like, call me, and I love you, Hannah. Uh, yeah, we don't get the whole letter. 
Okay. I did do a frame by frame though. A bit, a bit, a bit. I, I, you doing the hard work. It's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, and Hannah asks what he wanted, and Mona says he wanted change for a twenty. I don't Mona. She is not letting him have any of it. No, and I'm here for it. I love the energy. Um, but now we go to. We're gonna see Aria real quick. Uh, Jack and uh, Melina has accepted the fake friend request, and Aria defriends her immediately. <laughs> I love the cowardice. <laughs> I, like, love the I cannot follow through on catfishing this woman. <laughs> I can date her possible fiance, but I cannot follow through on catfishing her. I, I laughed. I laughed so hard. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Aria's just like a coward. That's what we learned. It's okay. Well, there's some other issues that Arya needs to deal with first. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Starting uh, with the grown man, whose house she's going to later, but that's later. Yeah, so we go to the fest. We're at the festival again, and Gee. Ian uh, corners Spencer, and he's basically like, "You better be careful because you're slipping up left and right, and oh, you better watch up. your back." I'm tired of this man threatening this girl. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just tired of it. Like, get him away. Get him off my TV. It's, it's, it's... It, make, it, it makes you think, right? Like, why is he continuing to show up? Yeah. Like, he cannot have, be polling well. He cannot have a strong approval rating. And what is his purpose other than to be with Melissa? Like, honestly, you've already impregnated her. Like, get out of there. Write him, write him off the show. Write him off the show. How would you write him off the show? What would you have him do? I will have him arrested for killing Allison De Laurentiis. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Too bad we can't stay at the festival because we're going to go to the one, the only Ezra's apartment. I, I, every time we go to his apartment, I write in my notes, the evil man's home. The evil man's home. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, at the evil man's home, Arya yeah. has rented a whole bunch of shows and movies that have to do with weddings. See, when he was like, there's this theme here, I was like, I don't know the theme. I don't get it. I haven't seen any of these things. So they all have to do with weddings. And do you know what Big Love is about? Because that's the only name that I really caught. No. So Big Love was an American drama TV series, Ooh. also on HBO. This is on HBO Max. Um, that follows a patriarch of a fundamentalist Mormon family in Utah that practices polygamy. Mm-hmm. And they emphasize Big Love several times, right? <laughs> so yes. like... I was laughing because I was like, does Arya think Ezra wants a polygamous relationship? Because he hasn't been open about his other potential fiance. So like, clearly he doesn't want healthy polygamy. Well, well, here's my thing. I don't want polygamy from this man because I fear who the other person will be. A 14 year old? That's terrifying. Yeah. Um. And Ezra's like, okay, I got the hint. And our end, did he? 
Like, like, what was the hint? Because, like, he might think that she wants to get married. And if that's the case, Arya, run away. Don't get married to So she corrects him real fast. Good. And she says, um, I saw this picture by accident. And I don't know anything. What? I said, well, pause. I can 100% see Arya saying, like, I've envisioned marrying you. Yeah. I can 100%. I can see you saying that. Um, But instead she's honest with him and he's like I don't she's like I don't know anything about you you know everything about me I don't know anything about your life and Aria that's good you're 16 yes he knows your entire life because not that much has happened to you and also you've told him everything about you without Mm -hmm. him having to prompt Mm -hmm. this man has a couple years on you yeah and also you haven't asked him any questions Like, you're in love with this man. Why? You don't know this man. You know he's your English teacher. Right. should be red flag number five to ten. And she knows, like, a couple things about his family. What do we know about the family? Just that, like, like, I think he mentioned something about his parents, like, fighting. Uh, And they had, like, separate relationships. Remember? uh, I feel like they need to have a separate relationship. Listen... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Ezra opens up and he's like I bought her this ring and we went to Italy and had this amazing summer and I bought her this ring it's less than a carrot and we almost got married but she broke it off was it just me or did, did he mention like they separated for a short period of time and then they got back together and he's like I gotta lock this down I think he oh. also mentioned that yeah which I was like oh red flag <laughs> well i mean i know plenty of couples that do that i've i've known um two couples who've done that and let me tell you something neither of them are together today that's fair um <laughs> i do know a very juicy story about some people that i know that were going to try this and it did not end well um one of them was going to be going to grad school abroad and so they were going to date for the rest of the summer um and then halfway through the summer they decided like we should practice being friends um Mm -hmm. before we're apart for so long so that it's not as devastating when you leave the country and so they broke it off and the girl was very very devastated but understood Mm -hmm. because it was her idea and still upset about it as she has every right to be and the guy was dating her best friend, as in like, not like hooking up, like dating, like they were calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend the next day. And now the best friend and the boyfriend are married. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. If you're jumping that quick. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, oh, trust me. Trust me. <laughs> more to the story, but that is not we're, we're podcast a- worthy. We're, we're going to go to Clubhouse for that. Okay, but. <laughs> that's a clubhouse story um yeah and so he's like but then he tries to like psychoanalyze Arya he's like what's really what, what's this really about he's like is this really about the fact that you know mm-hmm. I can't like is this really really about like you being mad that you don't know everything about me or that we can't take pictures like that in person. Like we can't go out and be seen together. And it's like, maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah. 
but also like the fact that she doesn't know anything about your past. Like the fact that she didn't know that you used to be engaged and you've been dating for like about four or five months now is concerning to me. He was like, I don't, <laughs> I did laugh. He was like, uh, I don't um, put my dating failures on my resume. <laughs> right. And I was like, this isn't your resume. This is <laughs> dating. And like, sure, maybe you don't mention on the first date that you used to be engaged, but you're well past the first date. Mm-hmm. It's, it blows my mind. Arsha. Um. Should you treat dating like you treat a job search? No. Okay. I thought you were going to elaborate, but. Oh. <laughs> You're like, no, we're done. I, I th- like, I think um, a job search is like, with a job search, I know what I'm looking for. Slash, I know what the end goal is, which is to get money and get paid. And like knowing, um, at least at this stage of my life where it's like, it's not something I'm looking for to be like a, a permanent home or something like that. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I feel like with dating, it's more of like, I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm just going to explore it, have fun and see what, go- what what happens. Okay. Well, Ezra's clearly thinking about things a little differently. I'm just a- Um. I- so <laughs> real quick, as a founder- If you want to do it like a, if you want to treat dating like a, a job search, be my guest and you pause. You might be doing it right because let me tell you something. I'm currently single. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if you want to hit on AJ, email us at two secrets at gmail.com. I will be reading all of the emails, so I will be vetting the people that I pass your way, AJ. Thank you. I appreciate you. Do you understand that I am a wacko who has thought about catfishing people? Not in a oh, I've learned, <laughs> I've learned through this podcast. <laughs> but it's really to protect my own okay but what i'm hearing is you're going to try to protect me yeah exactly (laughs) so uh feel free to email us i can't promise i won't make a fake profile to try and befriend you um but you know it's all part of the process adrian doesn't have facebook but i'll make one for him to stalk you and learn all your secrets before i let you date my friend well pause don't stalk me please don't (laughs) No, no 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 like i would like put up like a couple pictures and then i'd but like i'd stalk the other person to make sure they're good enough ah uh, i appreciate it that's appreciate what i'm saying you. okay but i'm not gonna stalk you <laughs> thank you why do i need to stalk you we talk every week sometimes you multiple times a week you're not there <laughs> AJ. <laughs> anyway um oh, the the founder, Festival. yeah Ashley Marin shows up and she's like, Hey, have you seen Caleb? And Hannah's like, Why would I see Caleb? Um, yeah. And Ashley lets her know that Caleb came over to say goodbye because he's leaving Rosewood. And Ashley's like, er, And Hannah's like, Good riddance. Sometimes a bad guy is just bad. You know, what? there's some truth to that. Yeah. Is that true about Caleb? Yet to be known. I don't, you know, I don't like him, so I'm a biased um, a p- person. That's fair. <laughs> um, I, I keep my biases in check. I don't let it affect my opinions. Well, pause. I do, but that's when I don't share my opinions. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Emily's already gone home from the festival. She's gotten some texts. Mm-hmm. One is from Paige asking her to call. And it's like, Paige, learn 
to leave Emily alone. Please, leave, leave this woman alone. She like, don't want to be with you. She doesn't want to be with you. All you're doing is hurting her. Give her some space forever. That would be nice. Um, and then she also gets a text message from A. What did A say? A said, poor M, you definitely have a type. Love me, lie for me. A. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> it, was fine. it took me a minute to realize what it was trying to say. Ah, uh, fair. It wasn't fair like enough. direct and to the point. It, it, it wasn't the same as like you're gonna die in seven days or whatever. Like just, just quick spoiler. Um, it's not the next a message we get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it was the only <laughs> one, I don't know if it would be the best one. Correct. Um, and we have one of your favorite things, AJ, a flashback. I'm so tired of these flashbacks. <laughs> I, I didn't like this flashback either. I figured. I was going to ask, and I was like, what's the point? I know AJ didn't like it. We, 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 you know me. You know the answer. And I think th- if, you're, if you're on episode 21 of this, <laughs> you know the answer too. <laughs> so in this flashback, we know that this is the day of Allie's disappearance. Do you know how we know that? No. Allie's wearing the yellow shirt. Oh. If Allie's wearing the yellow shirt, it's the same day as the disappearance. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah. I like this energy. Uh, so, so, so so there's this series online, uh, Kolak, uh, 1991, right? And um, it opened up and this girl was like just visiting her friends and like just giving them a random number out of nowhere. It was like, this is weird. And then she disappears that night. And then they have to like find out uh, where she came back from. I was like, well, I like that energy. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Maybe we'll go through and we'll know all the flashbacks, whether she is wearing a yellow top or not. Okay. So it's the day of her disappearance. She gives Emily a snow globe that her grandma had given it, given to her. And she said, it's more special than you might realize at first. And don't tell the other girls because this is special for you and me. And I didn't get them anything, but I got you the snow globe. Yes. Because Emily is the only person that gets her, which is a classic manipulation tactic. Yeah, I was like, I didn't, I didn't like this energy that was being given off. Like, this is my PSA. Whether someone is doing it intentionally or not, if someone says something like, you're the only one that gets me. You're my only, you're the only person I trust. You're the only person I can be vulnerable with. You're like the only one that I'm telling the secret to, but they do it repeatedly. Mm -hmm. It's a manipulation tactic. Whether they're trying intentionally to be manipulative or not, it is manipulative. Mm -hmm. I'm trying not to say it like Sue Hawk. I'm trying really hard. You don't have to be too hot today. I know, but it's like, it's almost coming out accidentally. Ah, understood. Um, so, yeah, it's just, I know that you say that flashbacks aren't canon, like we're seeing things through a different perspective, mm-hmm. but like, I, I, def- you could definitely see that in this flashback because Emily makes a face when she says, you're the only one I'm like, you're the only one that gets me mm-hmm. where it, like, it doesn't register at first. And then it does register. And you can almost see, it's almost like now, Emily, 
understands is now understanding like wow yes. she was being really manipulative mm-hmm. whereas emily but, in the moment was probably like in awe but we documented emily had a lot of growth this season as a person yeah probably the most i agree yeah, i don't think it's close uh maybe hannah had growth i think she did Not maybe in the same way, but I think she had a lot of growth. Um, so we get to the present mm-hmm. and Emily realizes she still has the snow globe. Yes. And she decides to give it a good old shake because it's so pretty. And it yeah, makes a noise. What noise did it make? There's something inside the... Uh, snow globe so she fiddles with the bottom mm-hmm. and a key falls out with a tag attached with the name of a storage unit place so we found the key Ooh, emily had it the whole time man jenna paid the wrong person to the wrong person Damn. and like what convenient timing they just like, found I, out about a key like and i feel like i've never seen that snow globe before yeah (laughs) and we've been in emily's room a lot like a lot a lot um but we're gonna go back to ezra's apartment he fell asleep watching a movie bye and aria wakes him up and she says put this on and hands him a paper bag with a face drawn on it and eyes cut out and she puts one on too and they take a picture Mm mm-hmm uh what the fuck that, that, that was weird behavior that was weird I, I was like i don't know what ari's doing this is going backfire on aria uh, <laughs> i was like ari's my someone's gonna like post this picture or show this picture to someone and then the wrong person gonna enter his apartment one day and be like wait a minute do you have a child over here but also like are you a horror movie fan um i guess i don't know if this i don't know if it's the strangers or whatever, but it reminded me of like some horror movie where they break, there's like a home invasion. The strangers. Or like the neighbors or something. And they break into this house and they like terrorize this couple. And the, and at the end of the movie, they ask like, why did you choose this house? Like, why are you doing this to us? And you're like, because like it was random basically. Oh. Basically to like be like, violence can happen to anyone anywhere is the point of the movie but like they wear masks in this movie and it just like the faces that are drawn on it almost look like faces like on purge masks looking at the mask um it looks similar i get the vibe it gets a a similar vibe and i was just like this gives me horror movie vibes in so many ways including the fact that you're wanting to fuck a child oh complete horror That, that that terrifies me yeah um and also like it's just a weird thing to do like like only Arya would think of this and think this is a good idea and only ezra would go along with it yeah it's upsetting it, it upset me in my um soul it is the strangers it is the strangers yeah i googled it yes um should i watch the strangers i have never seen it because i'm a baby but okay. I have read the 
Wikipedia article many times. I'll, I'll, I'll ask Latanya. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> it's probably a very white movie because it's like probably just plays on like the very like whiteness of like strangers can enter mm-hmm. your home at any time. Who are these people? Kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm anyway. We can talk about like social analysis of horror another time because as much as I am scared of horror like terrified like I can't watch it at nighttime um or like not on my own terms um or in a movie theater but like I love the social commentary of horror Mm -hmm. we can get into that another time too we'll talk about it another time but today we got to talk about a horrible festival yeah and Arya gets a text from Emily being like I found the key and so she goes to find Emily. Yes. Um, and as she's leaving, Officer Garrett turns a corner, enters the hallway that Arya just like left. Aunt Jay, I got so excited. I got super excited. He might My, have seen her. I got so giddy. I got so giddy. You don't even understand. I screamed. I was like, yes, Mr. Popo. And it looks like he caught her. I think so. It'll be wild if he didn't. I don't, <laughs> I mean, like, they literally are in the same frame for a second. Uh, like, honestly, Jay, if nothing comes of this, I'm going to be very disappointed and I'll be very upset with the show. I don't blame you. <laughs> um, especially, we'll get there. So, okay, we go back to the festival where Spencer gets a text. Uh, Toby forgot his phone. His phone died, so he's mm-hmm. borrowing someone's phone. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be in the fun house. Okay. Which honestly, not a bad place to meet because it's loud, there's music, there's like whatever. Clowns. There's clowns. And so like, it's a good place to meet where other people aren't focusing on you and they probably won't hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, and Spencer goes in and sh- sh- there's clowns and like, it's like a fun house, but it's like a haunted fun house. Yeah. It was creepy. It's weird. It was, if you thought those mannequins are creepy, this is a whole new level. Like, I also don't do haunted houses. I can't do th- people jumping out at me. If someone touches me in a haunted house, like, I can see myself punching them in the face. And it's not like a, I'm going to punch you. It's an automatic reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, it is out of my bodily control and I don't go in haunted houses because I want to protect the other people in the haunted house from whatever scared animal inside of me will come out fair enough because <laughs> I don't <laughs> I'm like I will hurt myself or others by accident I mm. just don't put me in a haunted house I like need someone to walk me through it who will like make me laugh I need to go through like a baby haunted house first this is like next level this is like not quite Halloween horror nights at like Universal, but it's like a step down from that. I don't know what that is. I've never it's been to like, Universal. Uh Universal Studios, like the park. I've never been. But like you can imagine that they have like pretty good haunted houses because it's universal for Halloween. They, no. I'm telling you they do. But like because, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> because it's universal, mm-hmm. like they have the money to make it really great. Mm-hmm. This is a town held one, so it's not quite the same level, but it's like pretty good. But also has me wondering, like, what do you do at Founders Day Festival if you got this? 
Right. Like, why is it themed like haunted house? And why is yeah. it, especially when it's supposed to be like late November, early December? I thought we were in the new year. Well, we haven't seen Christmas, so I didn't know. But didn't you tell me when um, home, old girl died, she died in the new year? New school year. No, the new old old lady that um that mama stole money from when she died. Okay, it was like, yeah, yeah, it, They had the wrong date on the gravestone. How do you have a wrong date on the gravestone? That's like a big because, thing. Because the creators of the show got the year wrong. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't like, the, yeah, it was just a, an error that made people get the timeline wrong on the show. Anyway, um, there are messages painted on the walls from A in this neon red paint that's like super drippy. Yeah. And one of them says, having any fun yet? The answer is no. And the other one says, shut up or I'll shut you up. A. Which is like, what? And the like, having any fun one, having any fun yet one, I'm like, that could be something that they painted on the walls. Because it's like- I thought they painted that one on the walls. I didn't think that one was part of the A message. Well, it could be. It could be. But it, but that one I'm less I'm less certain on. I got said no. Um, and Spencer is really concerned. She looks for an exit, and so I don't. Have you? Are you a haunted house person? Um, I enjoy haunted houses. So you know that they have a lot of them have like early exits right like if you get too scared yeah so it i almost thought that she was looking for a way out and she enters this like turny thing which is wild that that is there yeah it was wild that she thought to go there because i thought it was just like one of the poles holding up the tent Mm -hmm. but she gets inside of it and someone uses a crowbar to trap her inside and she obviously and understandably has a panic attack and she's screaming for help yeah. and she doesn't have any cell phone service and she drops her phone and she's freaking out and no one can hear her. Which is a shame. I'm like, what is happening? This is weird. Yeah, but it looks like A intentionally got her in there well, pretending a, to be Toby. Hey, that's not cool. Yeah, but it's A. A yeah. literally hit Hannah with a car. <laughs> i'm over here like here's the rank of bad things you do hitting someone with a car that's bad but have you put someone in a small space before <laughs> claustrophobia hard no <laughs> um and then we're gonna go back to ezra's apartment what's um, happening at ezra's and Officer Reynolds knocks on the door. Officer Reynolds. Mr. Garrett, Mr. Popo. Mr. Popo, what you got going on? Ezra lets him in and he's like, I'm so sorry for the mess. And it's clear that like someone has been over, probably mm-hmm. a girl, because mm-hmm. like the bed is messy and there's pr- there's the masks on the couch laying next to each other. And then he's Officer Garrett says, uh, I would like to talk to you about one of your students. Higher or lower than Hannah slapping Jenna? I, I need to know what's that. Like, honestly, um, jury's thought. Jury's thought, in my humble opinion. Depending on what he an- answers, it, asks, so like, it could be higher. In this moment, did you feel higher 
did you feel more excited that like more rush when Hannah slapped Jenna? Because I didn't. I felt more rushed when Hannah slapped Jenna, but I got more excited for this. Do you really think something's going to come out of this? If not, honestly, throw the whole show away. Throw it all away. So you're saying if not. So you think something will come of this? Something better come of this. (laughs) You're not quitting the podcast, AJ. Jay, if nothing comes of this, I will fight. Then I'll have to create a profile and find you. (laughs) <laughs> like i'm i would not be okay like i was over here ready for officer um reynolds to become my favorite character because he, he did something about this and if nothing comes of this what are you why do you have a job these are questions that people are asking this is not okay and what and if not also what is wrong with the writers what what made the writers think this was okay if nothing comes of this well they don't want to mess up Arya and Ezra. Screw Arya and Ezra. <laughs> You're not wrong. But that's um, they sure would like to. You know what? Burn the entire place to the ground. <laughs> there we go. That's the language we like to hear. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Hannah sees Caleb getting on the bus. Um, and uh and who is it is it aria who's like uh you should go say goodbye to him or is it her mom yeah it was aria and they make eye contact but hannah's like i can't i can't go up to him good for hannah (laughs) bless you thank you yeah so hannah and caleb they're done are we gonna see caleb again i hope not i would like this to be the last thing we ever see this man go off to arizona listen find your mom (laughs) but will we will we will we see him again i'm gonna say no okay so finally spencer is released and it's because None other than Ian found the crowbar and removed it so that she could finally get out. She, and they're like an inch apart from each other. They're face to face. And she thinks he's going to like hit her with it or something. Which wild. <laughs> but like understandable. Considering she thinks he killed Allie. I, she thinks he's a murderer. You know, I don't disagree. Um, but it turns out that he's Pause, there. I want to say something different, but we don't talk about that later. All right. Well, he's there with her family, and they're worried about her. And Ian starts yelling at the management of the fun house, being like, "She could have like, how did you let someone get stuck in there? Like, this is so irresponsible yeah. of you. She could have yeah. gotten hurt. Yeah. You're gonna close this down until you figure out how it happened." I'm like, "Yeah, actually, yeah. Ian, you're making good points." Yeah. Um, like I was like, you know what, like. I haven't seen a lot of good from Ian, but this, like, thank you, sir. Oh. Um, and then Spencer gets a real a text from Toby, a real text, and she realizes that the other text was fake. Um, and her family is trying to lead her home, but she catches sight of Toby and runs into his arm and makes out with him. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Ackard is like, uh, what the fuck am I seeing? 
they're all like, oh, this is not okay. Oh, you do not and need to. Mrs. Ackert is like, I am a church going woman. This is Bonnie and Clyde behavior. You know about Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then we get to Hannah, Ari, and Hannah. Or Emily, Ari, and Hannah. I was like, that was an interesting combination of Two people. Two Hannahs. Honestly, I feel like the show would be better. And they go to the storage unit. And there is a Tweety Bird lunchbox. Just a lunchbox. Nothing That's it, in the entire storage unit. <laughs> Do you think there were more things in there before they got there? No. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So do you think Allie placed Allie hid the lunchbox there? Yes. So you don't think this is a setup from A? I don't. I I, I think like listen, going back to my um uh, the show I watched on YouTube, um, like she did this because she was like, There's a good chance that I might not see tomorrow. So let me just like, you know. You think she knew she might get killed? I I think there's a non-zero chance that Allison knew she this was her last night. All right, we'll get to that soon. But <laughs> Um, it turns out that inside the lunchbox, there is a flash drive Ooh. without like a protective cover or anything, which like really bothered me, but whatever. <laughs> um, let me tell you a little bit about my family. First of all, huh. AJ, you know that I love Broadway musicals. Yes. You might not know that my mom loves to send me mail. And when she sends me mail, it's often in boxes or envelopes that she decorates. And she'll like draw little pictures on it and like write little messages on the outside of the envelope or the box or whatever. And it's really cute. And I always know when something's for my mom versus someone else because my mom loves to decorate things. Well, one day I'm living in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Um, I go to get my mail. And there's just a manila envelope in there with no return address. And it's a printed label. It's not a handwritten label. It's printed with my name and my address on it. Mm -hmm. I think this is weird. Um, And AJ, you're a little younger than me, but do you know what anthrax is? Yes. Okay. Well, for the listeners who might not know what anthrax is, after (laughs) 9-11, the story gets wilder by the minute. After 9-11, um, pe- some people, especially like government officials, started receiving mysterious like envelopes and packages, and they started getting sick, and it's because it had anthrax in it. Mm. Um, and basically, it was determined that someone was attempting chemical warfare on the government. Yeah. Um, but usually, these were like unmarked envelopes. They were very hard to trace, you mm-hmm. know. Yes. So I get this envelope unmarked, except for a Mm -hmm. printed label. No idea who it's from. I call my mom. She says, I didn't send you anything. Call my dad. He says, I don't, I don't remember sending you anything. No one else would be sending me a manila envelope with something in it. And I'm scared to open it because the first thing that comes into my mind is this is anthrax. Understood. I get it. Is it understood? Because they, they solved the whole thing. They found the guy. Like, I don't think people have been getting anthrax in the mail for, like, at least a decade by the time I get this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but listen, still. Um, you could be the one. Right. I was like, 
I'm the main character here. <laughs> I could get anthrax. This is Mississippi. I'm queer. I volunteer at the abortion clinic mm-hmm. as an as an escort for patients. Like maybe, maybe I'm getting anthrax. Mm-hmm. And I open it. What's in it? Because I'm a dummy. What's up? I'm like, this might be anthrax. Let me open it. <laughs> um. And it's because my I had called my my parents back and they were like it's not it's it can't like it's not anthrax like you're like do you need to go to therapy again and I was like uh, probably um, that's a different story <laughs> but my parents are like you should open it so I open it and in it is a flash drive unmarked no no Jay no uh uh-uh. uh no and my, dad said, and my dad said and my dad who's like I should tell you know my dad is very very responsible with his technology mm-hmm. and he goes put it in your computer and I said excuse me you know better than that <laughs> and he's like, put it in your computer so I do mm-hmm. and it turns out it's a whole bunch of bootleg like like musicals from Broadway that my dad had mailed me but he didn't want to let me know he mailed it to me it's like all of this could have been avoided. <laughs> you could have been like, yeah, I did send you something. <laughs> yeah, I sent you a flash drive. It's totally safe. Don't worry about it. You don't have to tell me what's on it, but like, dude, <laughs> I thought I was going to die. I was like, I'm too young to get anthrax poisoned. Turns nice. out I was right. <laughs> but yeah, um, these girls, no hesitation. They get well, home, they put it right in the computer. In my defense, I was also like, go plug that into the computer right now. <laughs> but like, here's the thing. They are far closer to the anthrax incident than <laughs> I was. Mm-hmm. And like, I get it. It wasn't an envelope, it was a lunchbox. But like, there could be mold in there. Oh, I don't like mold. But you know what I mean? Like, people put things in storage all the time. They forget what's in something. What if she had left food in there or something? Yeah. They just open it up, then they take it home, they plug it in their computer. And luckily, there, as far as we know, there's no viruses or anything. To our knowledge, so far. Um, but actually, it contains secret videos um, of, of uh, them being spied on. Ooh. So remember that flashback where the, Allie was like, it's Toby? Yeah. Right before the, the Jenna thing? Yeah. That is on there. So they were being spied on. So yes. they know it couldn't be Toby. How did they know this? I don't know. One of them says, and it couldn't be Toby. Well, I'm not going to lie. When they said, and it couldn't be Toby, I was like, oh, I don't know why we're crossing this person off. That's fair. <laughs> um, and so this was cut from the HBO version. But mm-hmm. in, the, in the show when it aired, yeah. um, there was also footage of Jenna um mm-hmm. and it's where she is seducing and blackmailing toby oh for real yeah whoa um so i guess yeah. in that case scenario then it would be like oh it can't be toby he's also on this flash drive well yes yeah i think that's that makes sense but also like Jenna could want it because she wants to blackmail Toby. Um, maybe Jenna, maybe Jenna was the one spying, but it couldn't be Jenna because 
mm-hmm. she was blinded that night mm-hmm. of uh, the Jonathan. So, so the episode concludes with a gloved hand, so A, stealing the key from underneath Ezra's doormat. And this is why you do not leave keys under your mat. Correct. <laughs> it blows my mind when people are like, oh yeah, keys under the mat. I'm like, and you just leave it there? No. All the time. Stop that. So that's our episode. Yay, we're done. Mm-mm, we are not done, sir. <laughs> um... Because I want to know how you think Allie died and who killed her. So, so, so and, and because I'm a purist, I, I'm going to go with what my gut wrote down and not what I've been disproven of. Um, I, I wrote down that Sam was the killer. Samara? Samara, yes. You just meet a new character. You're like, this, this person, they killed No, because I've been saying for the past couple weeks, I was like, we haven't met this person yet, but we're going to meet him soon. That's true. <laughs> And and then I met Samara and I was like, Samara, I don't know how you know Allison, but I think you're the prime candidate. <laughs> you're a prime suspect. So we don't even know if she did know Allison. Well, well you heard my theory where I thought they were, um, you know, Lovers. in a relationship. <laughs> that word. <laughs> so how did Allie know it was her last night? Oh, I don't know. I was throwing stuff at the wall. <laughs> I thought you had a whole theory. No, no, no. This is it's not like a whole theory. It's like based on other things that I've watched, and I know that some media has patterns. I was like, you know what? This could um follow up a simple pattern. Like, here's the thing, right? Um, in the show I was watching, um, well, pause. There was a con. Um, j- just for reference, it's supernatural. She signed a contract. She did not fulfill his contract, so she's like, okay, so tonight I'm dying because I did not fulfill my contract. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um. Okay, so who's A? I also put Sam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why is Samara interested in black ma- blackmailing the girls? Uh, <laughs> see, here is my theory, which I was like, now that I think about it, it makes no sense. Uh, she wants to make sure that um, they don't realize who killed um, Allison. Uh, so she's um, running this um, game to make them um, very paranoid and like very um, distrusting of everyone. And they stop like thinking about who murdered um, Allison and more like, who is this person messing with us? So that way she's in the clear. But this person, but A has like almost led them to clues about who killed Allie multiple times. Mm, Has I? A has given them a lot of evidence. The EM video, but besides that, what else have they given them? The bracelets. Which was a fake. Um, but I feel like A has led them to information and asked them questions that make them think. But also, like, they didn't even know Samara existed. Also, A is not a friend. A, a is not their buddy. A does not care about their well-being. A will just almost murder one of them. All right, well, I have a couple more questions. Yes. You thought that Lucas was going to die by the end of the season. Is that still going to happen? When was last time he was in an episode? No, it's not going to happen. No, it's not. (laughs) Is anyone going to die this season? No. No one's going to die. 
Well, pause. One of two things going to happen. A, no one's going to die, or B, someone's going to die, but it's going to be the last thing, and that's released season two. Interesting. If someone's going to die and it's going to be the last thing we see, who is it? Mona. You think Mona's going to die? I'm thinking who is um, an important enough character that uh, we will care about their deaths, but not important enough that it will shake up the um, cast. Okay. Uh, and then I was going to ask, what do you think is going to happen? Like, is Mona going to continue to be a part of the season finale? Well, Mona, she's been inconsistent. I, I think we have to have Mona in the season finale. I think Mona has to be part of the finale. Yeah. Yeah. Are we gonna I, I, like like there's there's gonna be a scene where um Mona admits to ripping up the letter that um Sam Caleb <laughs> that Caleb gave her and then Anna's gonna get upset with her because that happens in all the TV shows. And then she's gonna die before they can yes. ever reconcile. Yes, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> are we gonna so we saw Sean's mom? Are we gonna see Sean? I'm surprised we saw Sean as much as we have since um, the breakup. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um, so is that a no? Um, I think we're good. I think we're good with Sean. Is Toby going to fix the motorcycle in time for the finale? Toby's going to be working on that motorcycle to see you seven. <laughs> you know, you made a good point. <laughs> is anyone going to get arrested? Yes. Who? Ian. For the murder of Allison De Laurentiis, but he didn't do it. No, he did it. Like I said, I I stick to my guns when I originally wrote it, even though I don't believe it anymore. But what do you believe? I need to know what you believe. I think he's the murderer. I think he killed Allison. Okay, I just wanted to hear you say it. I knew it, but I wanted to hear you say it. No, I think. He, but when I wrote my notes, I when I and I wrote down who do I think the killer is. At no, the that's fair. That's fair, but I also want to know like your current like actual theory. Like I think last episode was like up between Tobias and Ian. Mm-hmm. And I, I just like Ian less, so I hope it's Ian. And do you think Melissa knows anything about it? No, I think she's gonna be like heartbroken and stuff like that. Like, no, not my Ian. How could he? <laughs> it couldn't be, and you got the wrong guy. He's being framed. And then she's gonna snap at her sister and she's like, I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> and then will any of the other characters find out about a like the parents or as mr fitz or mona what if mr fitz is the one that talks about a since Arya told him about a what do you mean then are you him about a she was she didn't tell him like the truth about A. Oh. She was like, oh, A is like, A is just a friend or like whatever, because he sees a text from A. Oh, okay, valid. Uh, I think a parent finds out something. Okay. I think one parent finds out something and maybe spreads it. All right. Any other predictions? Uh, for the finale? Yeah. Um... Not to my knowledge. All right. Well, the finale is called For Whom the Bell Tolls. For Whom the Bell Tolls. 
Do you know anything about? No. Okay. <laughs> well, AJ, let me tell you that this is a literary reference. <laughs> tell me about it. So it originally comes, is a phrase that comes from the poem For Whom the Bell Tolls mm-hmm. by John Donne. Yes. Um, and John Donne uh, mm-hmm. is a British poet, an yes. English poet. Um, and I read this in my 17th century British literature class. Mm-hmm. Um, and he eventually had a religious calling. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the Dean of St. Paul's Cathedral. Um, and in his later part of his life, he really turned towards religion after marrying his wife, notably. Um, mm-hmm. but his poetry is like, kind of erotic and kinky Ooh. or like super cynical and dark okay like for its time but also like even today you're like ooh, like i don't know if i like that but like you're into it <laughs> um and it like is. it breaks the mold of what we think of poetry being in the 17th century because everyone's mm-hmm. like oh it's all about jesus and religion and you know, it's all about like exploring the natural world. And it's like, yeah. And part of the natural world is like death and dying and yeah. also sex. Mm-hmm. And like, he, he like notes that later Ernest Hemingway would also write a book called For Whom the Bell Tolls, but we don't talk about that because it's not as important as John Donne. Okay. Bet, bet, bet. I'm obsessed with John Donne. Um, people who don't know this about me don't know me. <laughs> Um, would you like me to read you the poem or should I save that for the finale? Save it for the finale. Okay, I'll save it for okay. the finale. I do okay. have it pulled up <laughs> in one of my tabs. Um, y'all are in for a treat. Um, all of you listeners, you have homework. Your homework is to read a John Donne poem and tell me what you liked and what you learned. Um, I recommend The Flea if you are interested in reading one of his sexy poems. It's not sexy, (laughs) but it's like about sex. Um, Nothing says sexy like a flea. Listen, he'll make an argument for it. (laughs) So AJ, apart from John Donne, and after this episode next week, season one will be John Donne. Uh, I see what you did there. But it's but called For Whom the Bell Tolls. Did that, does that add anything to your predictions? Um, no. Okay. You know what? I am Ezra's going to get caught by um, Ella. Okay. Do you, do you know the phrase, uh, do not ask for whom the bell tolls, it, tol- it tolls for thee? I've never heard that phrase before in my life. Oh. Oh my God, AJ. What do you what what what? <laughs> this is so you have no idea what that like is implying. No, I don't. I have no clue. I don't know <laughs> if I should tell you or not. Do you want to know? Um, yeah, I feel like I might be missing some content. <laughs> then I have to read you the poem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. for next week. <laughs> 
Okay, well, listeners, if you don't know what it means, you also have to read the poem and figure it out. Um, or or AJ, tune in next week. <laughs> AJ, you have, we'll, we'll figure it out too. I know you can't read, so I'll read it to you. Um, you. <laughs> until then, we've said it multiple times in this episode. If you have any feedback or you want to talk about John Dunn or you want to tell me you've done your homework, done your homework, and mm. you have a new favorite John Dunn poem or something that you learned or something that you liked, you can email us at twosecretspod at gmail.com. And if you leave us a five-star rating and a review or a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any other place we have podcasts, then uh, AJ will find it and he'll read it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, while you're at it, check out the other Brazilian Dragon podcasts uh, under that feed and the Dragon Babies podcasts. Um, AJ. What yes. are you up to and where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at the Kid Norris. That's where I promote anything I am doing, if I ever do anything. <laughs> but besides that, uh, that's all you can find me. That's the only place you can find me. AJ said, I am not doing uh, daily recaps for Big Brother this season. This year. <laughs> I'm not doing episode recaps. He said, not this season. <laughs> I might do one, but like, it's, it's a rough start. It's a rough start. But, but not this week. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I know my piece. I protect it. (laughs) Which is why I love you, AJ. (laughs) Um, And you can find me on Twitter at jmanji underscore. Um, And most of my tweets are either about Judaism, politics, being gay, or cats. Mm. Um. And if anything I say is not up to your standards, you don't have to follow me. But if you want a good time, you can. I don't have anything else going on, really. (laughs) Um, So with that, AJ, I have to tell you. What's good? Do not ask for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Oh, my God. I don't know. Bye. (laughs) Talk to you next week. Bye. Got a secret, can you keep it? Swear this one you save. Better lock it in your pocket, taking this one to the grave. If I show you, then I know you won't tell what I said. Cause two can keep a secret if one of them is dead.